0: This person has played drums for just about everybody in the business, and I'm so honored and humbled to have him in the studio with me for a concert experience. We're talking to Kenny Aronoff next. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. This song is so good. Give me how old that song is now, <clears throat> I'm looking back on it. You Why guys. You, you heard it when you were in diapers. Uh, no, I wasn't I was well, I wasn't wearing diapers. I was wearing safety pins back then. It was, you know, that time period. Yep. You guys, welcome to the concert experience. I am your host, James Law Jr. And that's a little John Mellencamp, of course. Some of you guys knew him as John Cougar when he first started, and there's John Cougar Mellencamp, and now John Mellencamp, I love the the, the progression of him. Um, but I'm playing him because this guy actually played on, like, what, 10 albums with him. You were with him for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, he did a lot of with him a long 17 time. 17 years. Yeah, 17 years. That's somebody's lifetime. Yeah. Crazy. So, yeah, he, so we're playing this song because I love this song of his and many more. This guy has a new book out. It's really good with some great pictures and everything. It's called Sex, Drums, and Rock and Roll. I love that title. The Hardest Hitting Man in Show Business. It's so good, you guys. You have to run out and get it. He's great. Like I said, we're going we're gonna to delve into who he's played with, what's going on, some things behind him. Ladies and gentlemen, Kenny Aronoff.
1: All right, man. all right, thanks you, you for having me
0: It's my pleasure my, my pleasure, pleasure. <laughs> what what an honor um now, with that song you said have a story about that song. o c came us. well first of hit. all
1: john John didn't wasn't into that song he didn't like it. it was too commercial, he was Very trying commercial. to get more he was getting more serious so he that was the only song I ever recorded where he wasn't in the studio. And you hear me goofing around on the cowboy yeah. at the beginning cause <laughs> yes, yeah, the teacher wasn't there, so the kids were running wild <laughs> and so then, check this, fast forward, way fast forward, and I'm out here in L.A. doing uh, the recording for that song, That Thing You Do, for the Tom Hanks Oh, yeah, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're doing many takes, and I come in, and there's Tom Hanks at the, uh, he's at the mixing board, and he's acting in character, like the manager. goes, nice job, Kenny, where's that beret? I'm like <laughs> what,
0: what are the you The video, ta- folks, the video. Yeah, yes.
1: there's a, so in the ROCK and USA video, yeah. I had to dress up like a beatnik. That yeah. J- John wanted to create this retro th- vibe. Yeah. So I'm dressed up like a beatnik, and I'm shaking my head like that. So I end up looking over at Don, who's a producer, and he's laughing his head off. At me. And <laughs> he pulls me and he says, Tom Hanks, the word is that Tom Hanks was inspired by that video we did with Mellencamp for Ken USA, oh and wrote the script to um, That Thing You Do. Wow, I didn't so, do that. So I'm... I know this, and I know Tom Tom and is some, he is so cool to me. It's ridiculous. Wow! Like, when I did the Obama's inauguration when in the green woman goes, "Kenny, I didn't know you were gonna be here." I'm like, "Well, I would have let you know, him, but I don't have your number." You know? Hey, Tom, I'm gonna be there. Right, exactly. And he goes, and he, apparently he did sound check for his, for his voice yeah. on the in the Lincoln Memorial. Said, Everybody, this is gonna rock because Aaron off here playing drums. Wow. That's the type of stuff he says. And so, at the end of the last Kennedy Center honors I did a couple years ago, we were honoring Sting. And one of the people that was honored at that Kennedy Center honors was Tom Hanks. So they did that thing you do. Yeah. So, when we get up to the after party, there's Tom Hanks with Spielberg, and he's holding court, oh, and Sting, and all these people. And, and, uh, and Tom goes, Kenny! The same thing. He goes, dude. You were amazing. You know, I told my wife, I think that's Kenny playing down there, and if it is, this place is gonna rock, <laughs> which it did. And yes. I, I said, well, you know, dude, I almost jumped up on the drums when I saw that they were doing that thing you do. Almost grabbed that kid off the drum set, but actually, I had given him lessons, and I didn't oh, want yeah. to like do that. Yeah. So you should have gotten up there, blah blah blah. <laughs> and then I couldn't help myself. I asked him in front of everybody, "Is it really true that you got inspired by the R.C.K.?" He yeah. was absolutely Kenny. Now maybe he was being nice, and said, but that's what he said right in front of everybody.
0: Well, I mean, it kind of makes you think about the theme and the time period. It kind of makes sense in a way. Now there's, like, I see a connection.
1: Well, yeah, you know, it just triggered something in his head. He went, yeah. oh, yeah, bands back then. And then, you know, and he's a big music freak. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah.
0: And, his, and his wife sings. She, she, she yeah. really sings. It's funny because, you know, when I see that video and that song, you're right, it was very, very, very commercial um, and I thought, it's interesting, because the album had other songs that didn't sound like that, and no. it was just like, when I, that's like the third single fourth, I remember when it came yeah. out, and it was like, oh, and I mean, I really liked it, it was very, I mean, the video did help the song, it was it like, did. very 60s, T- you know, Tammy's TNC show kind yeah. of thing, it was like, oh, okay, I get it, I totally get it, it really helped the song, so it's You're kinda... right,
1: back then, that videos actually helped the song, I mean, the yeah. MTV embraced John, MTV, John was one of the first MTV, you know, yeah. uh, Artists. We're gonna know? talk. We're
0: gonna talk about that a little later because I would think yeah. of the MTV years. We're gonna talk about that. But first, I, I kind of want to say, you know, the drummer is the backbone of the band, isn't it?
1: See, engine in a car. The, I always yeah. look at the lead singers, the the car, and then the the drummer, definitely the engine.
0: Because everybody has to kind of the drummer sets the tone, correct?
1: Oh, absolutely. And and the thing is, you know, when I was a kid, I was never uh, intimidated to play in front of people, but nervous because if the drummer. Messes the beat yeah. up, or you make a big mistake, everybody knows. I'll say yeah. Everybody, and you know if a guitar player plays the wrong chord, not so no Not so much. You can play it. You can play it. So that, bit, there's yeah. a lot of pressure on the drummer, and the drummer can elevate. And I know I can make people play better. You know, never worse. I hope because, <laughs> but I can always make people play better. I can I can maneuver good. the energy of a band with the way I play. We're gonna
0: show us a scene of something you did recently, not too long ago. Uh, pink Houses, the show that. I uh, mean, you know, Jack and Diane. Jack, sorry, Jack and Diane, the first one. You were playing this for somebody, and you were showing them how how the. Oh to, wow! Something. This is a video of me showing this, people. This, this, this one here, here,
1: awesome. So far, I'm doing a great job. Yeah. I mean,
0: that in the middle of the song, that's a great yeah. drum thing. See,
1: that's that saved my career. Oh really? Oh yeah. I'd been replaced on the first record I got in the band. I didn't know how to, I didn't know my purpose, uh, what the purpose of a drummer is which is ultimately to get somebody's song to, on radio be number one. Oh.
0: I never thought nobody,
1: there was no handbook or rule yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this song was off the record until I programmed the drum beat and came up with that. I mean, and now it's it, a
0: legendary, yeah. I mean, legendary song. Came a
1: number one hit.
0: So I just want to show a piece of that. It was showing you kind of, But now here's what's funny. Talk about, talk about the, the, the Jack and Diane thing. I really believe the drum part really is, and the hand claps, they were the things that really stood out in the song and yeah. in the video.
1: Well, like I said, we were just—we didn't know how to arrange songs back then. We were just playing them, I and we—we came up. You know, John played the song. It sounded like a really quiet, kind of intimate song. So I played this simple little beat, cross stick on, you know. Yeah. And it was just a cross stick, so it was really soft. But and then eventually I went to backbeat, but it wasn't. John was smart enough to know. This isn't cool enough. We're not doing anything that's cool. Mm. And so we didn't know what to do. And suddenly the Bee Gees were recording next door. Uh, okay. And we heard this weird drum machine. It was a Lin-One. <laughs> and our engineer, co-producer, uh, brought it in one day. And I saw that. I was like, get
0: that <laughs> away. There's no
1: that's- way we're going to have a drum machine replace me." But... Yes, we are. And yeah. Yeah. so I grabbed it and I programmed it. The idea yeah. was to build the song, you know, bringing certain things in, bringing certain things out. I went back into the lounge and played pool all bummed out. Next thing you know, it's like, Aaron get in here. And it's like, we need a drum solo. I'm thinking, drum solo on a ballad? Yeah. St-? I was thinking Buddy Rich. Okay, you yes, know, yes, Buddy yes, Rich, big yes. band. Yeah. And Buddy would have probably said, that song's a piece of shit. Get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, there ain't no yeah, drum yeah, solo yeah, on that. The song right. ain't worth a drum. Right. <laughs> so... Long story short, we spent most of the day trying to get a drum sound because we had never did this big drum sound before. It was always drums were in a little vocal booth and you could control the sound. We still had to work with getting the mics in the right place getting the sound. Then I I slowly, measure by measure, built this drum part, which is I call it a drum melody. Mm -hmm. It's a a hook line. It's a a composition, that's what I call it. It's a composition. It's not just a solo because everybody can air drum it's simple yeah, yeah they melodic- can't totally completely yeah, it's a hook line so um, yeah under a lot of stress and duress and uh, fear for losing my job I came up with that and then they wanted me to keep playing that groove so I could put oh, it was uh, I say in my book it was um, uh, Mick Ronson the guitar player you oh, should yeah. play with a Bowie he's yeah. the one that said you know mate John you should put the, the vocals the choruses over that drum beat a cappella and then yeah. we did Song became number one. They still playing on the radio. Oh
0: my! God, hello. Huge. Actually, the show Blackish. They named the twins Jack and Diane. I'm guessing that's the influence of that song. are wow. two little black kids named Jack and Diane on a on a hit TV show on ABC. You I, wow. it's
1: well,
0: hilarious. I'm just saying that the song was so
1: huge. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was number one. It was.
0: It, I remember it played every. I back then there was no yeah. social media or anything. It was. It was. And then MTV really hadn't. It just started that same kind of yeah. year yeah. as Dragonite came out. So it wasn't like. I mean, the video did become this iconic thing, but there wasn't like this video challenge been out for years. It was. It was all radio driven, concert driven. I mean, yeah. Record sales. If,
1: if you were number one on top one hundred, yeah, <laughs> you
0: earned it. I mean, you yeah, earned and it, and
1: you were on every radio station. It, in yeah. the world yes. or, or in the country and uh, you couldn't get away from it I mean now there's like 50 different yeah, charts yeah, you can yeah, be number yeah, one in sell yeah. five records yeah. this is we're <laughs> talking millions <laughs> yes that's so true
0: but, you know, but here's the thing and also I just remember back then you know because you mentioned the Bee Gees because we were coming out of the disco period yeah. we were just hitting the new wave period yeah. that the punk period was happening yeah. where you said some people were doing the drum machine that was becoming this big thing and there was backlash about that of course, of course. but right. like you said you found a way to work it to your advantage, yeah, obviously, exactly, because yeah. I I love the Bee Gees. I have no problem saying that the Bee Gees to me made great, great little songs. They All their did, songs They did. They did. I mean, they made some and great stuff.
1: They could sing. They could sing. We made fun of them back then, yeah, but of course, boy, of I respect them now.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. It's kind yeah. of funny. Uh, were there any drummers at the time that you really just, just that you really admired? Because there's a lot of drummers out there. I mean, I mean, oh, yeah. you go to back Van then? Halen or this or anything. So, or back then, especially back then.
1: Well, the big, the drummer that really got my attention, well, obviously Ringo did yeah. and Charlie yes. Watts, but I thought, well, you know, I was listening to jazz drummers, so I thought. Yes, you have a big jazz background, folks. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, they didn't have technique, you yeah. know, until I, now I realized, go ahead, try to play like Charlie <laughs> Watts and Ringo Starr. you can't do it. Yeah. Because you don't have the phrasing, the feel. But Mitch Mitchell grabbed me big time. Oh, okay. Because he was a jazz drummer. Yeah. Playing rock and roll. And yeah. I went, I can relate to that. Yeah, that's 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 a good one. Good. Yep, that okay. was the guy. And then you know, you know Billy Cobb from the Mahavishnu Orchestra. You know John Bonham, oh, yeah. of course. John Bonham, yeah. Keith Moon, you know Ginger Baker. I mean, yeah. And then you know nowadays there's so many drummers, a lot there's of so great many. drummers.
0: Yeah, there's yeah. some great some good ones out there. Okay, so we're gonna do a speed round. Now, what I'm gonna do is I have now, folks. These are just uh, this is just a smatterling of people he's worked with, or because he's worked with so many people. It's amazing, and I can't. I could can go on for two hours, but I ask them. These are ones that I kind of want to know a little bit about. So either a, I'm gonna say a word or something, and you're going to tell me either a one word or a phrase that comes up, or a short little story. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's do it. The first one is I tell you people that I really want to know about, of course, a little bit. Tommy Tony Iomi,
1: oh, badass, mellow, sweet, really sweet. It's like his personality is the opposite of what he sounds like. Yes, right. Really sweet, very nice. It was okay. amazing to play with him. Great guy. Very cool.
0: Uh, I'll say this one for last. John Fogerty.
1: John Fogarty, very serious, very sweetheart, very serious about his music and career and practices still three hours a day. Oh yep. wow. Yeah. Very a I'm perfectionist. A big fan one of the greatest songwriters America ever produced
0: I love I love CCR I was a big yeah. fan of CCR but yeah. then when he came back solo I was like ooh this is just as good as that it's yeah. some good stuff there wasn't there yeah,
1: he's he's amazing he's iconic yes Melissa Etheridge love her I love her she's <laughs> the... <laughs> you just
0: smile you just lit up when I said her name Man, I can tell
1: she's, she knows it yeah. she's sweet she's a kind person one of the greatest female voices I've ever heard in my life one of the greatest singers incredible acoustic guitar player. great songwriter Passionate, loving, giving—just she, she she's amazing. Right. Lady Gaga. I could not believe how talented she was. See, like, I, tell me—I feel
0: like she's a musician, isn't she?
1: Oh my god! Yeah, forget I, all the stuff. Other stuff. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. She when she did the rehearsal, Kennedy Center on us, First of all, very confident. She lifted the piano, turned it around the electric piano. She 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 didn't like a lot of people. They they face with their back to us and do it like right. they're going to be on stage. She wanted to look at us rehearse with us, put the music out, start working out the chords. We we're doing we were honoring Sting, so we were doing. If I ever if I ever lose my faith. Oh yeah, I all you know. Up. And she, she's rehearsing it, working out. Said, if I ever lose. my wait, let me think. If I ever lose she's just working it there and then she says hey the musical director, how many times can I do this she said uh, as much as you want because <laughs> people don't use the asset yeah sure and they said well let's do eight times and she working it and loving it and she said let me try this again really a true musician
0: that's what I figured I, I mean she to me I feel like all the artifice that comes on after that Just that's just stuff but she really can sing. She can play. Oh, definitely.
1: Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I thought. She killed it, man. That's what I thought. And, and they actually, she got better and better every take. Wow. Um,
0: here's one where she just giggle a little bit. Heaven is a place on earth.
1: Ooh, baby, <laughs> I know that's what that's worth. Heaven yes. is a place on earth.
0: Yes. Melinda Carlisle. Melinda Carlisle. Number one hit. I mean, that'd <laughs> be a huge hit for first her. First
1: number one hit I had outside of Melanchthon. Oh, really? That's her
0: first one? I, outside I out came out
1: here, got on first number one I can do this. I like this. <laughs> Thinking like next week they'll come out yeah, and have another, another one. Hit. Sure. Right. Took well, a while. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, you got not, other ones, but Not that easy. That's so funny. That was a cool song. I man. should,
0: actually, I like should. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great pop song. It really you is. You know,
1: there's a funny story. I don't think I put it in the book, but like on the next record I did, she showed up like at five and we we're in there rehearsing, getting sounds. And I'm sitting there and she's in the vocal booth and she's like, well, I gotta leave because I gotta see my TV, uh, you know, sitcoms or something, yeah. and blah blah blah. I went, well, i will inspire you, and I took off my pants, oh my God. and I was in my underwear playing. How's this? And she's going like this, covered yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So I went, oh yeah, and I tried to get to her vocal booth, but I couldn't get into it from that room. Apparently, the way you get into the vocal booth was from the hallway. So I go running out of the room. To go and she takes off running. She knows I'm coming. I tackled her.
0: Oh, that's so right funny. Right in the hallway
1: and laid on top of her. Like, you know, yeah, I just, that's what I did back then.
0: Well, you know, back in the day, well, they can't, they've documented the Go Go's really did have some wild time. Yeah, back then, too. man. So
1: I thought I was they safe. They were kind of
0: punk. They were kind of punk She was then. trying
1: to change her way. Yes, so, she was. You know. Yes, she was. So, uh, you know.
0: Yes, I like that. Now, somebody who I just admire, he's a good actor, but also just vocally so good, Meatloaf.
1: Oh man. Theater. You know, Jim Steinman Meatloaf. You got all that going on, right? Dude, this guy's all about theater. To drama, so, just, excitement. so you have to
0: play hard, bigger. Just play, play the drums bigger because the songs are because he's bigger. You know, <laughs> because the songs are bigger. <laughs> you know, Jim Steinman writes songs with ten thousand words in a title. You know, I would do anything with love. You know, he does, he does that. So I'm just saying. You Dude, just did play. you know that
1: song? I was laughing. At. I said, no one's gonna play an eight nine minute song <laughs> on the radio. Then they added two more minutes to it. Yeah. A year later, I went to New York and added, we added that. I'm like, who's. Okay, pay me and let's have some dinner and we'll have some. Who's number one I know. in 15 countries the same day? It eventually was number one in 22 countries. So I told everybody, if you want to know what a hit is, <laughs> yeah. ask me, and if I say it's not, it's going to be a hit. <laughs> I failed twice. Right. Another one, sometimes love just saying it like, Oh, yeah. Patty Smite. Number one it. hit, and I was like, no one's going to play that. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of Nirvana? This is now new. The Nirvana uh, Soundgarden yeah, yeah. Pearl Jam. Yeah. They don't care about this piece of shit number, song. Number one hit. It was a big number hit one hit because it's a great song. It's great. It's a great song. So, but anyway, Meatloaf was yeah. just dramatic. I love that yeah. we talk sports. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. He
0: like I say, he's a good actor and everything. He does acting stuff. I'm just saying as a singer... And because him and him and Jim Stein all the all the Baja L albums were all just so big yeah. and bold, dramatic, and just, uh, dramatic. Theater,
1: theatrical. Yes, yeah,
0: so I figured you had to do that. Um, "Blaze of Glory," another big hit, and this one was solo John Bon Jovi for
1: that movie. Dude, uh, well, first of all, John Bon Jovi and I—he's like, I love that guy. I would do, and he used to call me handsome Kenny. Aaron. If I'd like, go, Kenny and if I go, he go handsome Kenny, I go who
0: what yeah yeah Me? yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah you know, like i'm not he- he's oh it's because i'm ugly you feel bad <laughs> you know what i mean this guy's a stud yeah, yeah, anyway yeah. that was big big record for both of us because i was i john mellencamp had decided to, to put the band away for a while because he was burnt out no disrespect to john at all he was burnt out <laughs> yeah. bon jovi the band needed a break but yeah. john is a workaholic and he could not not that's a great story in the book. How you know yeah. he called me up and like you know, hey, I'm gonna do two songs. You want to record? Oh, he actually goes, Kenny. Yep, it's John. John Bon Jovi. I went, are you kidding me? Wow. <laughs> hey, buddy, how you doing? Ken, okay, I'm doing this thing. I'm writing some songs for a movie. Are you in? I went, yeah. I'll call you a couple of weeks, calls me back, hey, it's four songs now. Then it's the whole album. Yeah. Then it's like, dude, I got good news and bad news. What's the good news? Is Jeff Beck's playing on the record. I'm like, oh,
0: I know Jeff my Beck. God, I idol know
1: guitar players. Yes. What's the bad news? Jeff wants Terry Basio, his drummer, to play on the oh record. I went, aw. Oh. Four-letter words, beginning with an F, end with a K, and there's a U and a C in the middle. Yes. I was oh, hell, bombed yeah. out, and I'm pacing the floor, you know, going, how could this happened. Back then, that 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 bug because I really wanted to be on. Yeah, I get a phone call from the co-producer. He goes, "Dude, what's up, Cam? What's up, man? So listen, have your drums there at two <laughs> nine a.m. on Tuesday." I went, "Uh, dude, have you spoken to John lately? Yeah, didn't he tell you that I'm not playing drums?" He says, "What? You playing drums?" I says, "No, he's got Terry, Jeff Beck does." Went, "Oh, listen, dude, no disrespect to Terry, great drummer, but you're playing the record. You're the right guy for the record." Jeff Beck ain't going to come in there and slug out oh. 12 hours of recording. He comes in and overdubs his solo. How I went, funny. Well, I know that now, but back yeah. then I was a little still. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Why would he sit there and go, right. for the 800th time, let's do the song. And that's what happened. I was on the record that's, the whole album.
0: That's so funny. Wow. Um, Alice Cooper. I <laughs> I heard it's a great guy, too, I heard. Alice,
1: the sweetest guy in the world. Right. Didn't see me record one song. He oh. came in. Hung out, said hi, met me, sweet guy, like totally got his shit together. And then he left. Oh. And then I recorded for four days by myself. How funny. But is that? Paul McCartney came in and said hi and spoke with us. For, for We're going sure to talk
0: about that a little later because that's something that's a, a theme okay. in your life too. That's a theme in your life. Yeah. Um, Alanis Morissette.
1: Oh man, I did eight songs for her. She wasn't there. The okay. day I did eight songs for her, I did 13 songs. This was the changing of budgets. So I saw it happening. Uh, you get one room. I'd come in and do 13 songs as opposed to trying to get paid two and a half grand for that room, maybe three grand for that room yeah. for multiple days. I'd come in, you do it all in one day, bam. Yeah. Finished. Two songs for Anastasia, one for Melissa Etheridge, one for... Anastasia, uh, Hello,
0: Anastasia. Oh
1: yeah, one for um, Johnny um, Resnick from the Goo Goo Dolls, yes. one for yes. Gwen Stefani, and eight for one Morissette. And then I flew back, I flew in from New York, Philadelphia on tour with uh, Michelle Branch. And I flew oh, back Michelle to Rance, New yeah. York to do The View. And I did 13 songs in one day. Never met her. Finally, last year I did Music Cares. Oh. And, and, you finally met her. And met her. Told her she knew who I was. Yeah, well, they all know who you are. Yeah. I'm sure at this point they don't know who you are. Uh, Bob Dylan. Wow. Well, Dylan and I are friends. But the the only time I spoke to him was the first day he walked and tapped me on the shoulder and said, Now I jumped back and went, Whoa, it's Dylan. Yes. He goes, Shook me and goes, Hi Kenny, Bob Dylan. Nice to meet you. That was it. Wow, yeah, I love it. The rest, he was quiet, so I went, I'm hyper. I yeah. started talking. To I, I love, it. That's I love yeah. it. I feel the energy. So but she, she, you know right, they, you with know. him, I just knew, yeah, yeah, he doesn't look. I did four days of recording. Every day was a different group of guys. Yeah. But Jadon decided he wanted to keep me on everything, so that's what happened. It was great. Paella Bell. Loudest, most powerful voice from a female I've ever heard in my life. If not. Oh. Person. Yeah. Person. So powerful. Somebody I like, George Jones. Wow. I, love it. I don't know the lyrics to the song, but it's. <laughs> George Jones, the traditional country music. This is real country, not some of this hillbilly crap that they're trying to imitate Mellencamp. Right, guy, right, right. right. It's, it's just we live in the 80s. This was a real song, right? I guy. agree. And I, to jump off of George, I got to do the last Highwayman record. I,
0: I love the Highwayman. Oh, my God. They actually to go on
1: tour. Think about our kids. Johnny Cash, Waylon <laughs> Jennings, Chris Christopherson, yeah. and Willie Nelson, all in one band. I know, And these guys, damn, I, I didn't go on tour with them because I was with Mellon Camp still. And, God, could you imagine? I mean, when I was making a record with them, there's only a few times I've kept my mouth shut. One was the Bob Dylan record and this Highway in America. Yeah. Damn, what can you say when you listen to these four guys right. talking?
0: Let them do their thing. Let them do their thing.
1: Unbelievable. And I was, the wild thing, the title of Meatloaf, I was recording with the Highwayman record like uh, maybe it was 12 in the afternoon to 9 at night and then 9 at night till 2 in the morning, okay. Meatloaf. And then on the weekend I flew to New York and did the Buddy Rich Big Band. Is that crazy? That's yeah, crazy. Those were the days, man. Those were the days.
0: I just, you know, for me, I just feel like I, I was in a, I came up Asia a lucky time because there was the Highwaymen. Then a little later, there was Traveling Wilburys. Oh yeah. It's all these groups were people were coming together. The firm. These groups were coming together. People from other bands that you love. Yeah. Yeah. Would come together yeah. and, put, and put out some amazing records. Actually,
1: I know. Well, that's because people took more time to make records, and there was budgets, there was money, right? So you could experiment. Well,
0: you talk about and also I went beyond a lazy country did too. You know, it was like the Lord Lynn, Dolly Parton, yeah. Taiwan move um, records, and people were coming together and making these amazing yeah. songs and records together. So that's a. But how you meant My fa- I I liked them very that's much. Wow! Um, and this this thing on the same tip of that, um, Garth Brooks, one of my favorite people in the world.
1: He is. You've met him?
0: I've met him, and I went to one of his concerts, private He's, concerts. Super, super nice guy, super, super nice, nice guy. guy.
1: And he knows how to play and yes, write songs.
0: He does, he really does. I'm a big fan of his. Um, Cheryl Crow.
1: Love her. She's like, she'd well, be a really musician too. too much in- no, it's
0: fine, but she's a if musician. If I was single,
1: I would go after her. <laughs> she's hot. She is, she hot. is hot. No, she's hot. I and tell a, and her and every it. time I said, I tell her, but you know, I love my wife. I'm not going to leave my wife to go with her. But no. if I was single, I'd go after her. Yeah. This time I wouldn't fail. <laughs> I always tell her I love her. She's a oh, sure. go on. I'm sure. That's great. Um, super talented, too. I was going to
0: say, yeah, she's a musician. She's super talented.
1: I almost put that in my book that I love her, but I just thought that would be a little bit weird. <laughs> but not on this show.
0: Not on this, she not this show. Not after
1: Buzz. Not after
0: Buzz. That's right. Stevie Wonder.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> you've
0: had the, You've been so blessed. That's not even the word. You've been so just everything. You've worked with all these people. Mary
1: wants to be a superwoman. <laughs> I mean... That was the first uh, Music of my mind The first of four Genius records remember Music of my mind Talking Book was a su- uh, Superstition yes. and Then um, uh,
0: Then it was also Then it was Intervi- uh, Intervisions, Intervisions. Uh, What's
1: the one that had Creepin
0: uh, Inter- Intervisions Talking Book
1: um, Intervisions And then it was A, f- a first
0: uh, Filling first finale yeah. And then of course Songs of Key of Life
1: Yeah Do you know that Do you know that That song called Creepin Yeah in my dreams, I can't sing, folks. But that, that song is so deep. Yeah. Well, when I, you know, the Beatles, Hendrix, of course, you know, Zeppelin. But when Stevie had his own planet, man, that
0: oh, and the talent's amazing. Every
1: night I'd listen to that stuff. Wow. Dance with in the in our barn. We'd practice. Maybe a couple of hits on the doobie. Drink some beer and listen hey, to Stevie. There you go. And then to play with him. Yeah. Oh, the inauguration! Okay. With Obama got to, yes. to play with him. I got to play with him for the Beatles tribute. You nice. know, <sighs> Stevie Wonder. Wow.
0: So the last one we we'll talk about before I get to John Mellencamp is because um, I loved I loved seventies ZZ Top. I mean, I did like eighties ZZ Top. They were great, but seventies it was much harder. But you played with Billy Gibbons.
1: Yeah, we'll be and playing with him December sixteenth. Okay, and, and I just played with him.
0: I just I love I love that. Yeah, he's art. good. He's good. They're they're good. Let's see.
1: Cool, hello, yeah. He's cool, yeah. He's the coolest dude, smart, yeah. Plays an amazing guitar. Uh, Billy's great. Yeah. I'm lucky, man. I get, I'm it's playing Warford, every sir. person's amazing. God,
0: okay. So, I'm gonna have um, Zach put up a clip. The next clip I want to show because we're talking about melon cab. This is you at Farm Aid, which I remember wow. over 30 years ago. You can see yourself in there. If we're gonna show a clip where you oh. can see part of you. so go ahead and play that. When I was
1: younger, wow. But I You're coming yeah, up short. Sure. Like
0: no no. <laughs> You'll see yourself in the second play the drums back there.
1: Let me hear you sing it one time! That's John, that's the John. I know. There you are. Yeah. So John used to make the audience sick. I love it. Look at that. That's
0: awesome. So I just want to show a little piece as you see. You see you playing your drums. The camera went right on you and it came out. So I just want to show that little what, bit. That's from made.
1: Which one was that? Was that Indy?
0: I'm not sure, but I can't remember. Yeah, it wasn't. In I think it was Indiana. I think yeah, so. Yeah, because
1: that's hometown. Yeah,
0: Farm Aid was something that was started. I was after Live Aid. It was Live Aid that did something, yeah. and it was also We Are the World. But Farm Aid was for the farmers in America, and that was a great, uh, great uh, cause that you guys it did. It was killer, man. Yeah, you guys right. did. So because so, you and John, like I said this long association. What is one thing about John Mellencamp that we just don't really know about? Like, just not it's not written about him. That did, you could tell me a little something.
1: Huh, that's interesting. I mean, we all know he works hard. Yes. Very, very hard worker. Yes. He made his career. So, oh, here's one. Super ridiculous fast runner. Oh. Dude, we played okay. sports. We had the MFL, Mellon Camp Football yes. League. Man- that's right. I, I remember I, that. It's I like called a... it the mandatory football league. <laughs> but this dude, I'm telling you, dude, the fastest guy I've ever. He's so fast. Wow. He could run. Run. Oh, my God. He's, look at in my book i talk about how he's 75 miles an hour drives by us in the in, in we're in indiana but in yeah. the cornfields we're all going to meet in town have some fun and it's dark and he goes by with a no helmet on and an airedale big huge dog jumps out we didn't know it all of a sudden we see his bike his bike goes by us and we see sparks and then all of a sudden kind of an explosion he, a dog came out, hit his bike, knocked him down. He got on top of the bike while it was spinning down the highway, and then it hit the tree where the explosion was, and he pushed himself off <laughs> just as it hit the tree. Oh that's a super athlete. That, that, that that's, that's a stunt not, person. Nine lives of yes. and Melon. Camp.
0: Now, uh, also, because cause I get to have, doing these, I get to interview people, I get to have full circle moments every once in a while. It doesn't happen very often, but yeah. somebody that I really, they influenced me so much. I get to interview them. It's happened to me several times, um, and you have one basically with the Beatles, and yeah. then later playing with Paul McCartney, and Ringo Starr for um, the special that the you guys
1: CBS did. Yes. American. So,
0: talk a little about that, but just because you were you my because Ringo obviously drummer, Paul yeah. McCartney, excellent writer, and well, everything. So, I mean,
1: my story in the book yes. is, is is bookended by you know seeing the Beatles when I was eleven on the Ed Sullivan Show, and my mom yelling at us to come in because there's nothing to watch on TV. Yes. We had a black and white TV with like some. Rabbit ears. And oh, remember those? Remember the tin foil? Yes. They try to get a little bit more reception, but, but a little rabbit, the, yeah. yeah, yeah. Move it this way, Johnny. Yes, exactly. So my parents, yeah. My mom goes, <laughs> "You got to come in the, the family room." And I'm like, "Oh shit, what do I do? I'm in trouble." <laughs> the Beatles were on TV, and I'm like, "Going, uh, mom, I want to be in the Beatles. Call them up." <laughs> you want to be the Beatles? <laughs> yeah. Silence. And then I go, "I, I want that. I want to play drums. I like the drums. The energy, you know." silence she wouldn't say anything and finally i go well i'm gonna grow my hair i want girls going crazy for me i want to rock i want to be in the beatles she didn't call him up she didn't have the number
0: well, <laughs> so obviously they're from england so, so it kind so of i, was, I started yeah.
1: my first band a week later and wow. um i had a, all i could afford a snare them a cymbal i stood and i played but fifty years later, fifty years wow. later, I'm still kicking ass. Yes, and I get asked to be on that show that honors the Beatles for that TV show that happened fifty years wow. ago. Isn't I'm that gonna, amazing?
0: is that mean? You that's
1: can't mean, amazing. Life
0: doesn't even get you. Can't even script that. You can't, shit, so to speak. So
1: my right. book talks about dreams come true, but yes, my the point I make out of that dreams come true, but not by accident. I made it happen. Yeah, you made it happen. I made it happen. You, you can't it happen. just. No. It's not by accident. the guy that you know doesn't make it happen, has that wish. I mean, it's possible I never would have played with the Beatles, but not only did I get to play and honor them and play with Paul Ringo, but I played a whole uh, thing for with Ringo, honoring him yeah. a couple weeks before, yeah. and then I did the Grammys yeah, the, the Grammys. night before the, the, that Beatles thing yeah. with Ringo. Yeah. I mean,
0: is Ringo an underrated drummer?
1: Yeah. I yeah, was Ringo. So, what, yeah. what makes Ringo amazing is his feel. Feel is ridiculous. His ideas, his parts. I used to like not praise him because I was into Buddy Rich, Elvin oh, Jones, yeah. Joe Jones, the the, the jazz drums, yeah, yeah. Louis Belson. But when I had to write three articles about him for Modern Drummer, uh, and I stripped him down, I went, "Holy shit! Yeah. This guy came up with the coolest parts, and his feel was great." It feel there's nothing because the like early it. records
0: especially yeah. I'm thinking were really Beatles records here's a song
1: like that goes they typically if this song is it, in my life uh, dun, uh, 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 yeah. you would do play the hi-hat mm, mm. mm, like that he went mm, <laughs> mm, mm, what does that beat mm, uh-uh-uh mm. I mean, and then, I mean, just that he came up with that was like, I wouldn't have even thought of that. Yeah, it's just different. Yeah, I very and a great feel. Yeah, I, I,
0: when, I, when I read the story, but I was like, he just you had a full circle. It was like it's just it's like people just it's just it's amazing, isn't it? You just go, wow. If you stay in something long enough and keep pushing forward, well, I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? I well, mean, I
1: talk about... The book taught me yeah. about seven ways I believe people can be successful and stay successful. The same seven ways that made me successful and have kept me successful yeah. for 35 years. Yeah. That's what I learned from the book.
0: Yeah. Any thoughts, um, just people, a couple of, you mentioned briefly, thoughts on David Bowie? I Maybe mean, you lost him earlier this year.
1: Well, I wish I'd played with him, man. You didn't I'm, play with him, right now? Like uh, You played with everybody I told, else. I, I opened up for... Well, the... Yeah, Foggy opened up for him, but I never yeah. played with him. Yeah. That would um, be cool. Prince. <sighs> Wish I had played with him. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like,
0: it's like man, I can mean, imagine. Talk about, he's a Damn. musician, all like a musician. I know also. he
1: was tough to work with, but I yeah. would have put up with it, man. I would love to have played with yes. him. Yes. Oh, man, I could relate to his thing.
0: Oh, really? Oh, okay, yeah. funny. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, 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 I think about him in the second, talk about music. I think about when Doves Cry. When that song was out, I no got, bass in the song, <laughs> and, that, and that drum beat the jumpy drives the it
1: drives the it the sounds of those <laughs> you know what i mean yes <laughs> <laughs> You know, I did record a, a Prince song once. Oh, which one? When You Were Mine. When You Were Mine. Oh, yeah. With Mitch Ryder. Mitch Ryder he did a version. Oh, he funny. did, because when Mellencamp decided, I'm not going to make records anymore, yeah. except for in home. Okay. He said, I'm not going to open up for anybody anymore. This what I love about John, man. So <laughs> he had balls like that. He went, I'm not opening up for anybody anymore. I'm going to be the headliner. Yes. And I'm making records at home. So we got this old... Sh- Piece of crap yes. shack. We call it the shack. Yes. His sister had. She said, he said, Lock it. "I'll take over the house. I'll put drywall up. I'll fix it up. I'll You're fix good. It. You're that good. was my cell phone. Yeah, good. I'll pick it up. I'll fix up the house if we can have it. Yeah, fix it up. You don't give a house to a band for six months, dude. <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm sure. I mean, we put drywall up, but we also punched holes with drywall yeah, I'm sure. yes, I'm and sure. peed on the walls. Probably. Anyway, yes. we. we brought a mobile unit up from Miami and, and recorded Mitch Ryder. And once we did that, we recorded the On uh-huh Home record in there. Okay, Dude, it was like cows, sheep, goats, <laughs> chickens outside in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Dude, it was scary. And uh, Southern Indiana. And so, yeah, we recorded a Mitch Ryder record and we did When oh. You Were Mine.
0: It's like drums. I love drums. I took some drums in high school. I wasn't one of the greatest. I was more a piano <laughs> person. I did try it. Um, but I admire. But I still. I, when I hear songs or groups and things like, I really, adj- I really enjoy. Uh, his name was Tony Thompson. He was oh, a yeah. Chic.
1: Who's a friend of mine?
0: Who did? Who did? Of course, Power Station. I mean, come yeah. on, groups coming together. When it was you know Robert Palmer and Duran half Duran Duran, they all came together and they did Bang a Gong and all those remakes and things. Um, great drummer. I mean, I hear, I hear it go. Some of these songs, the drums really do inform the song. They really do oh, yeah. stand out.
1: Oh, yeah. you might
0: think singer, guitar, bass. Those are good too. But drums really do.
1: Well, the drums are the most. Aside from the vocals, the drums are the most passionate, emotional sounding. Yeah. You know, instrument. So, and the drummer can affect the band big time. I do it all the time. I go. I say to myself, "Watch this." And I start playing harder or get more on top of the yep. beat. And I can make the, the guitar player play differently. Well, how, you know, do you, how do you? And singers sing differently?
0: How do you feel about like all the speed metal bands or people like Metallica, where they're back there, like Lars, they're back there playing so all the time, so hard. How do you think about those? Oh,
1: that's those cool. Albums? I mean, they, they, you know, that's a, just a different thing. It's different language. It's like yeah. I'm not. Ah, uh, there's only. There's very little I don't like. What I don't like is when people. I guess I just don't I don't like music when it sucks. I mean there's some music out there that sucks. <laughs> it's almost true. like you know that remember yeah. that old thing the Emperor that had no clothes, yes. but everyone said yes. he did, so he thought he did. Yes. Well there's music out there like that. That's very true. Yeah, it's yes. just it's it's bullshit. And you know, people going like genius. I'm like, Really? Let's see, there's no melody. I can't even sing the melody. Yes. The beat is so old and borrowed. <laughs> uh let's see what, lyrics? Hmm. That's like about grade four. Yes. So what is there to like about this shit? Right. Oh, you got some hip clothes? To me, you know what? Clothes, they are they add to the music, but that's not yeah. the whole thing. I mean, it's just... I, it, I had this conversation with a famous actor, uh, Warren Beatty. Oh, yeah, Warren. And, uh, and I know we sound like the old dudes, but yeah. mediocrity has become acceptable mm-hmm. because people... See, what happened was with music... And it's with the art too. With music, it, when there was, with the record labels were making tons and tons of money. Mm-hmm. But the Celine Dion's, two Celine Dion records, sold $40 million yeah, I know. Dollars on. Right. And if record label's making, let's say, $0.82 cents on the dollar, that's a lot of they're dollars. They're rich. They're rich. Yeah, they're rich. Yeah. So they can take that money and reinvest in bands. Mm-hmm. They might sign 150 bands. Right. A guy like Mellencamp, they signed them to a, a, a lot of records, but they invested. To get a record to play it on the radio could talk, cost... half. You know, it could cost a half a million dollars yeah, well, yeah, to a million yeah, dollars yeah, yeah. to get it get it marketed out there, another million, to get it the press out there, to get the band on the road. Mm-hmm. But the record label went, No, we'll invest to make the record, to make it we might be in a studio for eight months.
0: Yeah, back then, yeah. And
1: the re- labels didn't mind because they wanted quality. Mm-hmm. It costs money, though. The record mm-hmm. companies are not making money anymore because nobody's buying CDs. If no. you don't buy CDs, mm-hmm. then the pro- there's no money being made. You can't reinvest in band. My point is, we threw away so much music. Yeah. We reinvented. We wrote yeah. and then threw it away and started again. Mm-hmm. It's that whole ten thousand hours. If you put in ten, twenty, thirty thousand hours, you're gonna come you're gonna get better. Mm -hmm. And that's how our careers are made. That's true. But when you're sitting here with like, well, my dad gave me five thousand and this guy's dad gave me five thousand, this guy gave me we got fifteen thousand dollars to make a record, mix it. And now how are we going to market it? Well, my uncle said that, you know, he knows somebody down the street. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, right. You know what I'm right. saying? It's mm-hmm. it's impossible. It so is. then people are like, okay, we only got 15,000. We don't have to- We can't take a chance. We better copy. What's the most popular song on the yes. radio? Let's just copy that. You see what <sighs> yes, I mean?
0: Yes, I do. So then yes.
1: that's what, bro, it's not the people's fault. It's no. just what's happened. Yeah. It's just mediocre. And I'm sorry, man. When I was growing up, you know, all of a sudden, man, you hear there's this new band called The Who? Right. What? I've never heard anything like that. Oh, dude, there's another band next week called Hendrix. I've never mm-hmm. heard anything like this. What? What? Uh, 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 right. uh, 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 oh, dude, the stupidest name you've ever heard is a band called Cream. Oh, yeah, In the cream. white <laughs> room. That's completely different. Let alone the Beatles. Yes. And then you got Who's this guy, Bob Dylan? Sounds like some folk guy. Right. And then it just went, up. oh,
0: well, James, blues, James Brown. Brown. Yeah, James Brown. He
1: created his own planet. He sure like, did. Are he sure you did. kidding me?
0: You sure did.
1: These people were yes. I- iconically different.
0: I could talk to you for the rest of my life.
1: That's good, man. We got time.
0: No, no, we don't. We got we to gotta wrap it up.
1: All right. It's coming again. Don't come you again. dare start talking about politics. <laughs>
0: I didn't. So we stopped it. We're not gonna do that. We're not do that at all. But thank you so much for being on the show. You are Dude, you are me. the bomb.
1: Thank you. You're so uh, good. Well, guess what? I'm gonna stick around and be around. You'll be interviewing me 20 years from now because there's gonna be more sex.
0: Yes. More <laughs> drums
1: <laughs> and rock and roll.
0: And that's the book, you guys. Uh, you can get it anywhere where books are sold. You can go online, Amazon, everything. Where can they find you on social media?
1: Okay, Twitter is Aaronoff official which you can get me right now or uh, Instagram is Kenny Aaronoff or my website www.kennyaronoff.com. Facebook is just go to my name I got a fan page yeah. and a personal page personal page I tapped out 5 years ago or Fifteen yeah. years yeah.
0: ago, Yeah, you have a good uh, good website. It's very easy to navigate. It's actually nice to look at. I was on there oh, last I got, night.
1: I got a new one coming
0: out Yeah, okay, so good. So you can follow them there. And of course you can follow us here on at After Buzz TV, on iTunes, YouTube. Um, you can find all these shows. This show will be on there. But you're also following me on my Twitter handle, James Law Jr. and everywhere else I'm James Law Jr. too. Thank you so much for watching. See you next time.
1: Book Soup today down seven o'clock <laughs> on sunset.